Hey, what's up guys? What's going on? Thank you for checking out the fellow KGB channel. We're going to be going over my waiver wire watch list for the week 10 of the fantasy basketball schedule. So I'm going to hop right into a screen share. I'm going to be using ESPN's data, uh, just looking at uh, basically averages and, and percent roster ship. And we'll, we'll throw out uh, what I do is I create a watch list of 30 players. And hopefully one of these guys is available to help you out this week. Uh, but I'm just trying to kind of wide net it. Um, so I do have it filtered by uh, the last seven days, as you can see there. Let me just zoom in maybe one more. Can we do two more? There we go. Um, so I have it filtered here by fantasy points per game over the last seven days, some of the top ads. Now, I know Derek White in the Spurs. A lot of the Spurs people probably got dropped this week, like Derek White, Jacob Pirtle. But Derek White, he had a monster game uh, the other night here against Charlotte, 27 minutes, 25 points. And he had been, he's trending upwards. So just keep an eye on him. He's less than 25% owned. And again, just I think it's just that one game that got scored in the last seven days, but a big 45 points per game. Now, my waiver wire ad of the week is going to be Terrence Ross. And Terrence Ross, he's kind of up there. He's probably owned in most leagues, but maybe a 12-man league, maybe available 58.4%. Maybe a 10-man league he might be available. But uh, he's under 60% owned. And then just in the last seven days, he's averaging 41 points per game. You just see the massive. He's been really hot the last week and a half or so. You see uh, the minutes are, are fantastic. He's getting starter minutes now. And he's been scoring the ball, finally hitting his stride here in the scoring department. So a really good shooter, pitching in with the rebounds, the assists somewhat active on the defense with the steals and the block. So we love Terrence Ross over 40 points per game as last seven days. Uh, another guy here is Jay Sean Tate. Now I know Houston's been kind of, you know, they've been dinged up. So he's kind of spotty sometimes, but his minutes have actually been starting to uh, solidify here. I don't know what happened on the 19th. I don't know why he missed oh, that game was postponed. That's why. Um, so the last two games though, 33 minutes and 40 minutes, 19 and 18 points, six rebounds, four assists, and pretty productive with the steal. So this is a young productive player. Uh, he's less than, he's about 20% owned. And just in the, again, in the last seven days, he's averaging 38 fantasy points per game. So this is a guy uh, who, I mean, Terrence Ross is probably going to be owned, but Jay Sean Tate, he's definitely a guy that to, to check out there. Now I covered, I mean, with the Spurs, guys like Keldon Johnson, Derek White, Jacob Pirtle, if any of these guys get dropped, I think they should be safe to resume at some point next week. So we'll, we'll just have to monitor our, our San Antonio Spurs players. But uh, Pirtle's been pretty good uh, before they got shut down. I know LaMarcus Aldridge is probably coming back at some point soon too. Uh, but just keep an eye on those Spurs. Uh, we have another Houston uh, player here and let's just take a look at David Nwaba real quick now, his last two games I know Houston's been kind of hit with the injury bug uh, and, they, and now they had some postponements for the weather but uh, David Nwaba a uh, really productive player when he gets a lot of minutes and he's going to probably settle somewhere in this mid-20s maybe upper 20s for minutes uh, but he's a scoring threat he's a double-double threat with the rebounds you see back-to-back -back rebound games here 27 points and 43 and a quarter so Nawaba definitely interesting he's less than two percent owned so uh, if you need a guy to just maybe fill on the, the end of your bench and just kind of see what he's doing you know Eric Gordon and I believe Oladipo have been injured even PJ Tucker so Houston's been kind of stretched with their depth and just trying to figure some things out. Um, so we got a couple other guys here that are going to make the list of uh, my, my favorite ads. And one of them is going to be Cam Reddish. Now, I, I skipped one of the guys, but Cam Reddish, uh, we know DeAndre Hunter might be out for the season. I don't know how long he's going to be out for, uh, but this was one of the guys I was watching because he was getting starter minutes. He is a starter for the Atlanta Hawks, and he's finally starting to get some consistency here with the scoring. He's productive on the rebounds, very productive in the steals as well. So he's getting uh, he's getting hot at the right moment right now. His last four games, 25, 28, 31, almost 32 points. Um, so here's a really hot player. 
under he's 17% rostered. He's averaging on the season 21.3 points. So he should be owned in a typical 12 man league, but over the last seven days, he's averaging 30 fantasy points, which is great. Uh, I, I skipped over Chetty Osman here who we, we know that uh, Deandre or Andre Drummond is likely getting moved. Um, so there's, there's an opportunity for minutes and players to be moved around. I know he's a, he's a small forward, uh, but there's some experimentation available for the Cavs with their lineups. And Osman has been playing really good his last three games, uh, consistent minutes. I don't know why he peaked with 35 against Golden State, uh, but he's a very productive player, very good player, 30 and a half, 35, 26. You can't have these. I mean, if he starts trending back down towards these minutes, then we're not going to be as excited. But this is a trend uh, definitely to, to monitor there. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr. for the Clippers. Now, the Clippers have been hit with Paul George and Kawhi, Batum, a lot of injuries over there, but this is a player here who's been hot for them the last five games. You see 27, almost 14, 39, 39, and 30 and a half here. So Marcus Morris, uh, not sure he's the long hold, but maybe you just kind of ride the hot wave that he's got going with the, with the Clippers. Uh, Jay Crowder. Now, Crowder, he's a pretty consistent guy. Like He has a really high floor. Uh, you just look at his output the last few games here, 16, 17 points. That's a bad game for him. Uh, and he's going to trade those off with some low 30s numbers. So not a super exciting ad. Like he'll he'll probably disappoint you one or two games maybe throughout the week, but he's gonna he's gonna reward you with a lot of these 30-point games. So I like Jay Crowder quite a bit, about 31% owned here. He got uh I skipped Patrick Beverly. Beverly was missing for a little bit. Uh he's finally getting back. So he missed a good chunk of time here. I can't remember what that injury was. Uh, but he's he's been pretty productive his last three games, 24 points, 26 and a half, 35 and a half. Uh, not an elite scorer, but he's he's peaking up here in a little bit. And he's going to, you know, he's going to chip in in the rebounds, assists and steals and blocks. He's a really good defender. So I do like Patrick Peterson or Patrick Beverly quite a bit under 13 percent owned 21 points on the season. But as of right now, the last seven days, almost 29 fantasy points per game here. So that's really nice to see. You got Hassan Whiteside here. Now, Whiteside went off the other day. Rashawn Holmes has been injured and been missing games, and Whiteside went off for 26 and 16. Now, he's got this kind of this weird floors of, you know, sometimes down to seven, but uh, somewhere in the mid-teens, that's, you know, 15, 16, 17 points is going to be a bad game from him, and his minutes kind of snap back down. So I don't love adding Hassan Whiteside. He's not really in their big rotation for minutes, uh, but if, if Rashawn Holmes is going to miss a game, Whiteside's going to be the biggest uh, benefactor there again you see the 24 minutes 26 points and 16 rebounds so something to keep an eye on there in in sacramento now we got two indiana pacers here justin holiday is one of the more consistent players you can find on the waiver wire he's 40 percent owned almost 23 points per game and he's not going to wow you but i i love the minutes he's he's starting minutes here uh good chance at double digits for scoring he's a really good rebounder solid with the assist always gets a steal pretty much per game here um so a really safe player here that you can add and just hold on to um he kind of had a little dip here but he's been playing uh really really good lately about 28 and a half fantasy points the last seven days per game uh, and then you get tj mcconnell who has been uh he's just he's been an assisting beast uh if you play in categories leagues and you need assists this is your guy under 40% owned, about 23 and a half points per game. And he's got a really safe floor. You see this 19, this 19, 15. Uh, otherwise, it's always over 20, 30, or 40 points here. So I love TJ McConnell. Uh, really healthy minutes. I think he's kind of like a co-starter at this point. 
He's been coming off the bench for them, but I love uh, the backup potential there for him. And then you get Davis Bertans, who went off for a career-high 35 points on the 17th here, 30 minutes, 35 points. I think he hit nine threes in that game, three boards, an assist, and a steal, and a block. Not a, not a very good category player, but if you kind of just hold on to him and, and hopefully hit some threes, he's been really inconsistent, but uh, he, maybe he's starting to turn things around here. He didn't play so great uh, last night, but... Keep an eye on him. He says he could be a streaky shooter down the stretch. I like his minutes. He's getting starter minutes here, almost 30 per game here the last seven days. So keep an eye on Bertans. He could be one of those guys that just gets hot uh, and goes on a run. Now, Ricky Rubio, he is probably owned in most leagues. We know D'Andre Russell's going to be out for a, a while here, maybe two or three weeks at the most. But um, 60%, less than 60% owned for Ricky Rubio. It's not going to be an exciting play, but uh, I think most people probably hopped on this already, so I'm not going to cover it too much. But if Rubio is available, that's that's a pretty safe add uh, as long as Russell is out. And now we're getting to the back half of the waiver wire watch list. Uh, you got guys like Darius Basley here who's been uh, – we've talked him up on the show quite a bit. He didn't have a great game the other night against Milwaukee. But uh, he, get, he gets starter minutes every now and then. You see some 40s in here, some low 30s, mid 30s, and he's, he's somewhat inconsistent. He gets into these, you know, these teens. But uh, on the most part here, you're getting a pretty productive player. If he gets three or four games in a week, uh, you're, you're, you're looking at maybe 70 to 80 plus points. So you like to see that almost 25 points per game on the season. And then just in the last seven days, he's been averaging about 20, 28. So you like that. Derek Jones Jr., Portland Trailblazers. Now, the, the Blazers are continuing to be without C.J. McCollum, who I think might be back after the All-Star break. That makes sense to me for them to hold on him, hold him out for that. But Derek Jones Jr. and Gary Trent Jr. have been the biggest benefactors of the McCollum injury. And he's a streaky shooter, but he's going to chip in on the rebounds. Pretty good defender, too, with the blocks. You like to see those. But uh, the steals don't come, you know, very consistent. The assists, not so much. But a really safe, you know, floor of rebounds and points. Not sure what this nine game is about. Only 19 minutes in that game. But the last four games, you know, 31 or 32 minutes. Uh, some really nice, you know, if, if you can get this on a consistent basis, these top four scores, I like what I get with Derek Jones. Less than 7% owned. Uh, a really nice player here, averaging 27.8 points the last seven days. Next, we'll get Sadiq Bay, rookie for the Detroit Pistons. He's been on a, a really good bump here. We, it sounds like they're getting rid of Blake Griffin, so they're going to continue to play their rookies. Um, and you see 32 minutes, 32 minutes, and 38 minutes his last three games. So there's an effort to get him on the floor. His, his scoring has become very consistent over the last couple weeks. Um, still inconsistent with the other categories, but at least he's shooting the ball and starting to get some of those, uh, those higher fantasy point totals for us. So his last four games, he's been playing uh, some really good ball, 28% owned. Um, and then we're moving on to another rookie here, Robert Williams III. He's averaging almost 20 points per game on the year, under 8% owned. But with the Daniel Tice injury lately, he's been getting a little bit more minutes and just, just getting you know rebounds and points and blocks, lots of blocks here. Uh, not an exciting play, but if you need a guy for a game and if you see Daniel Tice is out, this is definitely a guy to maybe just add to the watch list and see if this can, can, can continue. Now, when he gets minutes, he's, he's probably going to play pretty well. Uh, so it's just a matter of you can't have, uh, I guess he's playing right now, so six minutes, but 12 points in six minutes. He's a high uh, fantasy points per minute player, which is uh, what you like to see. So keep an eye on the rookie there. Garrett Temple, the veteran for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, not a sexy pickup, but he's been consistent ever since he got moved to Chicago. Like he's been worth the, like in a 12 man league, he's been fine as maybe your worst player on your team under 8% owned about 20 points per game. But in the last seven days, Temple's averaging 26.3 points. 
So I like to see that. You got Fagundo uh, Compazzo here for the Nuggets. Uh, there's been some injuries and some things going on there, but Gary Harris is back. Uh, but Fagundo, just the last four days here, just playing some really good ball. I don't know if I love this pick to continue to be consistent with scoring, uh, but four straight games of double-digit points. He's a pretty good assister, and he's pesky with his steals. You see he's been getting – when he plays, he gets like two steals per game, so that's kind of uh, good for categories. <clears throat> now you got Jeremy Lamb here. Uh, Lamb was on this list last week, and a lot of people were selling him. They continue to. He's actually dropped 6%. Uh, but he's starting to pick it back up. You see the 30, the 21, the 12, 29, and some 10s and some 14s. But uh, this is a player who who he's maybe just played for about a month now, and he's kind of just finally getting settled into his his you know his first season after his ACL injury. And he's averaging 23.2 points on the season. So this should be a guy in a 12-man league. He should be owned uh, under 32% owned. So I do like Jeremy Lamb. Nerlens Noel, I think more people uh, should own him than the 21.7% that do. He's averaging 18.5 on the season, but his last seven days, he's averaging 25 and a half almost. And we know um, Mitchell Robinson's going to be out for a while with that fractured hand. Uh, but you see here, you know, five straight games here of over basically 19 and a half, uh, almost five straight games over 20 points. So this is a probably a consistent play. You like his minutes here, 20 or 30, 27 and 32. Not a great scorer, but he can rebound. He can block shots and he can get some steals. So as long as Mitchell Robinson's out, New Orleans Noel is going to be a guy to focus on. And then you got Lugans Dort here. Well, uh, again, just a, a young player on an inexperienced Oklahoma City Thunder team. He's going to get minutes. You like to see the starter minutes here, just filling those columns up with 30s. Uh, really good scorer. He's, he's kind of inconsistent with his rebounds and his assists, but he's getting better with steals lately. Uh, but this is a really good scoring player for the Oklahoma City Thunder, basically a starter minute type guy. And uh, just, you like to see, you know, a, a bad game from him, 21, 15. Uh, otherwise, he does have a tendency to, to score in bunches. Uh, we got Kyle Kuzma here. Still not sure why he's not uh, like a dominant ownership here, but he's under 52% owned. And we know Anthony Davis is out for a while. So Kuzma has been starting. You see the back-to-back 34-minute games, 28 points and 28.75 the last two games. So scoring is definitely up. Rebounds are up. Not so much in the assists, but uh, he'll chip in a steal and a block every now and then too. So Kuzma needs to be owned, under 52% owned. Uh, in a 12-man league, you, you should definitely go get Kuzma. You got Dylan Brooks here, uh, about 25 and a half points on the season, but he's kind of you know, he's kind of hovering around there. Uh, and he's, he's a high minutes guy. He's getting starter minutes about 30 minutes per game. Really good scorer, not so much for categories. He just he chips in a little bit with the rebounds, assists, the steals, sometimes a block every now and then. So a solid player here, under 42% owned, and he's averaging 25 and a half on the season. So I like I like what's going on with with Memphis players. Isaiah Roby, we'll just shout out him real quick. Kind of inconsistent, but uh, his minutes are, are low, but he's, he's a really good, efficient player when he gets the minutes. Um, so I don't know if I love this. Maybe he's a guy that you add if they have a back-to-back -back, you know, situation you want to steal two games. But uh, really, again, these, these teams that aren't that very good, they don't have much to play for, they're not going to be in the playoffs. A team like Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder, they have uh, more incentive to play these younger players and, and get them more experience. So P.J. Washington, I don't know why people are dropping him other than the fact that Charlotte just hasn't played uh, in like a week or so. But he's under, he dipped under 60% owned, so that's why he's on the list. And I know he had kind of a dip in some numbers here. He had three straight games under 20. Uh, but when he plays, I mean, he's averaging almost 27 uh, on the season. So make sure P.J. Washington's not available. Uh, and then you got Wendell Carter Jr. here, who is back from injury. He's played four games 
I can't remember the last time he played before that injury, but uh, this is a player, 43% owned. He's probably one of my favorite pickups of the week if he is available, 26.6 on the season. Uh, go ahead and scoop up these, this, uh, these nice, consistent scoring of over 20-plus points there. And then we're going to end it with Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, he's under 8% owned. He's averaging 20.2 on the season, uh, but over the last seven days, he's up to 23.8. So he's kind of on the rise. He's really low-key. He's a starter minutes player for them. You see 35, 35, 37, 33, 35. You love that consistency. You know he's going to be on the floor. And then just the last four games, 23, 23, 25, 24. In a 12-man league, this is like the perfect guy to have at the end of your bench and just be really consistent. You know he's going to get... Uh, pretty much, you know, points, rebounds, assists, steals. He's going to get, you know, he's going to pitch in everywhere. Um, so that's going to do it for this week's watch list. If you guys have any players to add, uh, I know I kind of, I wish my watch list was bigger. I could, I could keep adding so many guys, but I try to, uh, I try to filter by fantasy points. I'm trying to get the guys that average the most points over the last seven days. And I'm looking at roster ship here. So I hope that helps. If you guys like the video, please uh, leave a comment. Let me know who your favorite waiver wire pickup of the week is. Or if you have any questions. Uh, but that's it. Have a good one. We'll see you guys in another video. Thanks. Peace.